Welcome to Power Suits and Pillow Talk, where professional success meets personal liberation. I'm Jen Koken, and alongside me is the extraordinary Lori Handlers. In each episode, we journey into the duality of modern women who want to conquer corporate barriers by day and dispel bedroom myths by night. We celebrate these powerhouse women, the ones who are redefining success professionally and personally. Join us for an exciting exploration into empowerment, breaking boundaries, and unabashedly embracing all facets of womanhood. Hey, Jen. Hey, Lori. We have a special guest today, huh? Yeah, I'm really excited. We have Jenny Glick. Woohoo! So, first, I want to say we are all we are all part of an uh, something, uh, an organization called the Dames. And that's and that's how I met Jenny. Jenny is a therapist who lives in my same state, Arizona. She works primarily with women and her she has a theme this year that has to do with pleasure, but I read it and it has another word in it. And I was telling Jen earlier, Jenny has like a combined word for the year of 2023. So maybe you could tell us and tell us a little bit more about what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is delicious to be in space with the both of you, Lori and Jen. So what a mm-hmm. what a dream. Uh, pleasure fire is my word for oh. you. And part of fire is all about alchemy, all about igniting, about transformation, burning down what does not work so that there's room for something new to be born. And I know for me, being an entrepreneur, a business owner um, for almost 20 years now, I know I've taken on a lot of practices that are not mine, (laughs) that I was taught by someone, a coach, a mentor, a whatever, who meant well, beautiful, amazing. But I'm at an age and stage in my life where I know who I am and I'm ready and willing to burn down what's not mine narratives, programs, stories, suffering, striving, hustling, uh, profit over pleasure, (laughs) all of that, and willing to live in deep embodied alignment with what lights me up, right? That spark, uh, because that spark, whether it's an intimacy, sexual encounter, connection with a friend, that spark is what makes life worth living. And so mm. a pleasure first practice that I have and pleasure fire is a part of that. I, okay. I'm ringing my bell. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> yes. I'm a yes to all that so, you said. Yeah. So the question that that's begs then is we know that women business owners have a really hard time switching off that I'm dominating everything in my life right now to now it's my turn for pleasure. But it's not just women business owners, right? It's women in corporate America, women who are, because this is the same stat. I always say 2018, there were 23 women who led fortune, sorry, 25 women. I don't want to cut out the other two who led fortune 500 companies and 23 men named John. (laughs) And our (laughs) (laughs) Our commitment is that women can bring their whole self to work. They can bring their whole self to their business. They don't have to act and operate in air quotes, 
well, unconscious male tendencies or behaviors. They don't have to mirror the men around them. They can truly, and I loved what you said about not listening to other people, but what's my knowing internally. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's sort of the whole gamut of how do we leave the masculine mm-hmm. behind and be fully in our embodied feminine yeah. when we're with our partner, our lover, our family, our friends, etc. really partners and lovers, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I want to say there's certainly a place for, as you both know, for the masculine, right? A lot of us, especially at this stage of life, I did the masculine, the training, I have the letters behind my name, I have the certifications, I did all of that, you know, kind of the building blocks of figuring out who I was, am, and then in midlife for me, there's this awakening of how is it that I now reclaim the feminine in me and really growing a relationship with her. And for me, that starts very first thing in the morning. The very first thing I do in the morning is I put my hand on my heart and I breathe. And I talk to my spirit, my soul, who has a name. It's Sparkle. And (laughs) so I wake up with Sparkle and like, I feel, because that's like my essence, right? We all have a spirit essence, right? The part of us that's just like alive. And I check in with what she wants to do in the morning, right? And again, I used to have morning practices that were given to me by spiritual teachers, by other people, and I would diligently do them, you know, in the cold, in my wrapped up, do my meditation, do my thing, but it actually didn't feed my sparkle, right? Mm. I was doing the thing that I thought I should do in order to get the outcome of. But now I recognize that I get to, if I know who I am, I get to run all that great meditation training, mindfulness training, dance training, all of the things through my own heart and being and feel into what lights me up. So what I do, and and this goes back, Laura, I am going to answer your question about the evening. It starts in the morning. So I get up, I go outside, I have what looks like a sandbox to some people. It's an earthing station. (laughs) So I dance barefoot on the ground. Oh my God. I love that. In Arizona, everything's pokey and prickly. So you're not going out with bare feet unless you have grass, which I don't. So I dance in the sunrise. I do a five rhythms, ecstatic dance and light candles. It's dark. I do take my dog out because we live where there are mountain lions. So I'm careful. Um, But I connect to myself through body, through movement. And when I do that, then as I start my work day, my work, which I don't even call it work anymore. It's my contribution. That's, I don't work. I engage in my capital C contribution. That's what I'm doing. And so then I feel like I'm in flow, right? Like that feels charged and I feel alive. And so from that space, I can make decisions about my business, right? So I'm using that decision of the masculine, which is good and healthy and there and the clarity with feminine that's coming in because I fed her right? I saw her. What does she want? Sometimes in the morning, she wants cacao. So I'll have a cacao ceremony for myself, because I can do that for me, right? And so I I have a lot of morning um, on my menu, you know, walking with my husband, sun in my face in the morning with the dog, all those things. So that when I get to three, four, five, six, eight o'clock, and it's evening time, she's juicy, She's been seen all day, right? And and I think what I see with so many women who I mentor is their feminine's been ignored. 
And she was left, you know, in the bed when she got up and hit the alarm at five in the morning. And then she put on her britches, you know, and went to work and then is thinking she's going to go back to bed and find this nourished peach. She's not right. Like it's a commitment. It's a resolute commitment that we make to ourselves. And, you know, the broader work that I do is with women in relationship because we're in relationship with ourselves first and you got to start there in order to be with your lover, your partner, you know, whoever, your parent, your mother-in-law, whoever it might be, it's got to start here. So I'll stop there. No, it's so good because I was just thinking, Beautiful. yeah, it's beautiful. I was thinking how, you know, I have these things that I do in the morning, but it has become routine. It has become like I journal, meditate, exercise, blah, blah, blah. Make sure to get outside every day. Make sure to see friends actually have a thing on my mirror because I have found when you're work by yourself, I wasn't going into an office every day. There were days where like two days ago, I never went outside. So yesterday I made sure to go outside. But what I love about that is that it's not about any schedule or doing something right for all our perfectionists out there or our doing writers or our should people, which we all are. We all have that aspect of shooting on ourselves. It's what I hear, Jenny, is you're tapping into your own inner knowing and, and talking to your inner divine feminine. And that's married with a divine masculine throughout the day. So you're actually perpetuating that marriage mm-hmm. throughout the day. So good. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, I feel like one cannot love another unless they have self-love. Like, and so I feel like you're really nurturing your own self-love first and then taking on the rest of the day. Like, how am I going to love this day? How am I going to love the people that I'm serving? How am I going to love my husband? How am I going to love my dog? How am I going to love the earth? Like you, you've included it all. And it starts with, I'm touching my heart. I'm touching sparkle. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, and then I'm coming from love. So mm-hmm. it's powerful. Really, It is. Yeah. And it's really such an embodied practice, which I haven't always been this way. I used to very much live in my head and do all the things that were right. And if I do A, B, and C, then I'll get D. And what I found, although on paper I was successful and, you know, marriage and all the things that looked good Um, I was miserable inside because it was, I was waiting for something else to happen so that I could feel more joy, more pleasure, more delight, you know, to have the house in the new city or the bigger office or whatever the thing was. Um, And so, you know, it's been in the last several years where we've like shifted, you know, dramatically in 2019, we sold everything, moved to Mexico for a couple of years Um, And we just started playing by our own rules, myself and my husband. Um, And it, it has shaken everything up to where now I'm becoming more accustomed to questioning every belief that I have, you know, like, what is that? So is that really true? Do I know that that's true that I have to work this much or this way or make that much money or do whatever the thing is. And the more I question it, like, do I have to get on the, you know, spin bike that I don't really like? No, I actually don't. There are a lot, I could dance for 20 minutes and love it. Right. And so coming back into pleasure first, pleasure first, which for me is an embodied practice. So I had to get out of my head and get into actually asking this body, 
What does this body want to eat, do? How does she want to move? She does not want to be on the spin bike, but that's what I did in Denver at 5 a.m. for many years because I thought, I don't want my butt to get fat, so I better do that, right? But it didn't bring me joy. And now dancing naked, feet, and naked sometimes. <laughs> Outside. I like how she slipped that in. Dancing naked sometimes. Listen, that's why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, I have a question. Two things I think are important because people are, who are listening to this are coming from it from all... Can you say specifically what an embodied practice was and how and okay. and what that means? And then the second piece is, you know, somebody listening to you speaking about this, like, well, that's goofy. I'm going to talk to my inner sparkle. So what would you recommend? What would be, say what an embodied practice is, and then what's a beginner embodied yeah. practice that somebody could take on who's just like dipping yeah. their toes in the water? Sure. So um, being embodied means literally feeling sensations in your body. So right now, as you're listening to this, feeling the chair under your tush feeling um, your feet on the ground, noticing the air from the heater or air conditioner rubbing against your skin, noticing if your belly, many of us as women, we've been taught to suck in our belly, right? If you're holding in your belly, if you're squeezing your pelvic floor, like relax her, she does not need to be holding anything right now, noticing your jaw. So it's, it's turning up the volume of the sensations in your physical body, Right. And as we learn how to do that, that translates, you know, which Lori can talk about for, you know, months and months in the bedroom. But if that volume is turned way down, then I don't even know what my body likes, which is Mm. what a lot of women who I work with, they're like, and I'm sure you too, Lori, it's like, I don't even know what I want anymore. Of course, because the volume's been shut down. So I don't even feel like the fabric against my skin. So I would say really simple feel what feels good. I only wear clothes that feel good to me. I only put things on my skin that feel good to me. And most people don't even think about that because they've shut that volume down. Um, So that's the first piece and first practice. And then if you don't know, and most of us don't, we're not taught to get in touch with our spirit, our soul, our essence. Really simple way to do that is to, you can write this down or to think to yourself, um, where do I feel most alive, right? For me, it's moving my body. It's outside, it's sunshine, it's laughter. um, It's eating yummy, delicious food. It's being with friends. Like that lights me up. If somebody says, like my mother was just here and for her, it's golf, it's reading a book, it's cross-stitch. Those things do not light me up. That's how I know that's not my essence. That's her essence. Yeah. Right. And so you can ask yourself those questions and that will come into, you will find a kind of rhythm. Like for me, my rhythm is like sparkly. It's enthusiastic. It's energizing. It's vibrant. All of those things feel good for me. For my mother, it's steadiness. It's predictability. It's the known. One is not better than the other. We need all of it, right? And so it's really getting to know that essence of your rhythm, also known as like your energetic signature, right? Your soul, your spirit. Is that helpful? I love, my God, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Really, really good. So glad. I mean, do you know that you're our first guest ever on this show? 
Yes. Yeah. You broke our cherry. You broke our guest cherry. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying, Lori? (laughs) Yeah, I don't need a cigarette now. We're all going to be like, it was good for me. It was good for you. It's such an honor to have you Mm -hmm. and to to have you describe these things because it's exactly what Jen and I have been talking about uh, in terms of just when she and I are talking. So you're adding a whole bunch of spark and spice to it. So sparkle is perfect. Absolutely. Really, really. And Jenny, if people yeah. want to get in touch with you, can you just share the best ways to get your website and how to reach out to you? Sure. Thank you. And thank you both. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here with such um, powerful and dynamic women. Truly, my heart is just a flutter um, to be here. And I I wish the best for all of you in this uh, endeavor as thank you move forward. And uh, you can go to sparkyourtransformation.com and uh, get on my website. I offer a free monthly gathering salon um, called the Alchemy Hour. So you can get on the list for that. Uh, And you can go to my website, jennyglick.com. I'm on Instagram. You know, I'm easy to find. uh, But the Alchemy Hour is a great place for you to come and experience um, this kind of conversation, right? Yeah. Uh, That's rich and alive. And we'll make sure we include all those links in the show notes too, so that it'll be easy for people to find. So glad you were able to make it work. I was coming after you like a cougar at a frat party (laughs) during freshman orientation week. I'm like, we need her now. We need her now. Where is she? And it worked. I was like, oh, yes. Yes. Chase me. Chase me. (laughs) Predator and prey. I was the predator. You were the prey. I'm your host, Jen Koch, and yes, along with Laurie Handlers. And I'm so glad to be here. And I'm so glad we had Jenny Glick with us today. Thank beautiful. you so much. Love you. That's a wrap on another inspiring episode of Power Suits and Pillow Talk. We hope that our conversations continue to enlighten and encourage you on your journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Remember, there aren't any limits to what you can achieve, be it in your career or your personal life. I'm Jen Koken, and my amazing co-host is Lori Handlers, reminding you to keep smashing those ceilings and debunking those taboos. Until next time, keep dominating the boardroom and owning and taking up space in the bedroom. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B, and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.